This week, we are going to cover articles with, of psychology in the news, right. um, psychological topics in the news. Right, updates, mm -hmm. um, additional information, some yeah. additional research mm -hmm. that informs us. Um, so we've picked a couple of topics that have appeared in the month of November, sometime okay. in the month of November, that either updates um, current policy decisions mm -hmm. or um, in some cases sets some new directions right. that we ought to be aware of. So yeah. we thought we'd pass this information on to our listeners. And we're starting out yeah. with, just call it a big dog. This is a big one. It really is. Um, and this is one that, that, that could be a, a big discussion that we could do right. um, even for one of our longer form like Saturday um, I would love to interview some of these people and and talk to people about some of these issues but um, today we're going to talk about um, a little bit of uh, strife between <laughs> the um, uh, the National Rifle Association and or some members some people right. um, from the National Rifle Association and um, some people from the American Medical Association right the NRA <coughs> Whether you like it or not, that's not the issue, or whether you agree with them or not. I know there, there are two, um, there's a great divide here mm -hmm. on this issue. Um, but there are some members um, of the NRA, as with any organization, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just the NRA, um, that uh, whose job it is to um, make sure that nobody infringes on what they believe are their Second Amendment rights. Right. And we talked about the Second Amendment. There isn't consensus on the Second Amendment. It's left to, like many amendments, it's left to interpretation, especially the first 10 amendments. Um, again, I think the Founding Fathers were wise in making them a little bit ambiguous mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it allows for um, change and organic right. development over the years. So the Second Amendment is no, um, no different than the others. And there are members of the um, National Rifle Association whose job it is to make sure that they keep critics at bay and they, they don't let anybody infringe on their rights. Right. And some places that's called lobbying. Okay. okay. Right. So recently, they, somebody from the NRA made a statement that said, and I quote, Well, well before they, they wrote this in response to the American College of Physicians right. position paper um, that, they, that, that, that was published recently that um, provided some guidelines as it relates mm -hmm. to um, gun. Um, safety, gun and, ownership, and gun ownership, gun safety, and like that. right? Um, and this was a position paper based upon what they they see in practice and what right. um, what little research there has been um, in, in this area. Um, and then right. they they, they created, which they do about everything. You know, they did similar position papers on smoking and similar position papers on alcohol right. use mm -hmm. and um, you know carbon <laughs> emissions and, and all kinds of things. So it, it, this isn't a specific target against. Or no. for or no. about guns. It's just no. this was one of the topics that they covered, and among many, right? Because as physicians, it is their responsibility to, to discuss public health right. policy and public health issues. And all they were saying in this policy statement is that um, of the many tentacles there are related, or the many issues involved in gun ownership and mm -hmm. gun use, one of them is. Uh, is it a public health issue? Is it a, you know, um, right. the, the people coming into the emergency rooms are coming in because of automobile accidents, because of falls from ladders, because mm -hmm. of faulty equipment. They come in and these become public policy, right. public health issues. So all they, I think what the physicians were trying to say is perhaps we should look at, at guns mm -hmm. um, or, or gun accidents right. um, 
gun injuries. Some mm -hmm. are not gun, accidental. Right, gun-related injuries. Guns related as a public health issue, right? Not just ownership or right, right, whatever. Right. Okay. So, and they were saying that perhaps we should we should learn more about this and treat it as a public health issue rather mm -hmm. than a uh, than anything else. In response to that, mm -hmm. the NRA said they, they in a tweet in a tweet right some because we tweet now in this country. Um, someone should tell self-important anti-gun doctors to stay in their lane. Um, the NRA tweeted Thursday, and they said half of the articles in the Annals of Internal Medicine are pushing for gun control. Most upsetting, however, the medical community seems to have consulted no one but themselves. Um, that was the tweet from the NRA. Mm -hmm. In response... this. This elicited a tremendous response it's, from physicians. It struck a nerve in the yeah. physicians, um, and rightfully so. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that, again, not taking sides, but just to say this is, this is how it began. This is how this little fight began. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and the NRA responded. And the, there were physicians, mm -hmm. individual physicians, who responded to the... Um, they should stay in their lane comment. I right. think that's what upset them. Right. And, and, and you know, the, the, the overwhelming um, response mm -hmm. tended to be, you know, the fact that, um, that talking about gun safety is within their lane mm -hmm. um, because, you know, they are responsible for treating people with gun injuries. That's right. You know, the, and, and some of the uh, response tweets were pretty graphic and showing mm -hmm. you know um doctors right. with with scrubs um bloodstained scrubs and um floor. operating rooms with mm -hmm. um you know with uh bloodstained um uh, clothing right. and and um mm -hmm. wound care um and and yeah one person one doctor in particular said you know this is not just our lane this is our this highway is our <laughs> um and there was a little right. expletive in there mm -hmm. but the the idea is that you know this is something that we absolutely need to be talking about mm -hmm. because, you know, physicians and, and um, you know, even we as psychologists, mm -hmm. you know, we are working with people who have either um, experienced uh, injuries related to guns um, right. or, or people who have loved ones who are Been injured affected. or killed from, right. um, from mm -hmm. gun-related accidents. And, right. you know, I know that I have a number of uh, patients that I work mm -hmm. with who deal with those kinds of mm -hmm. issues because of... Um, accidents, That's accidental right. uh, shootings, and um, intentional um, shootings, mm -hmm. and so you know to say that's an entire group of individuals who should right. have nothing to say about this. That's a little um, mm -hmm. obtuse, maybe. Right. right. And I think there there are several things that the physicians responded mm -hmm. to. One is whose lane is it? Right. It's not just the province of any one group. Mm -hmm. and, and quite frankly, I want the American College of Physicians and Surgeons to continue making these statements sure, absolutely. because they're informative and they're accurate. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, These are highly intelligent people who spend their lives dealing with uh, injury and, and, um, and death. And um, I think that they should continue and we should welcome their right. uh, policy statements because they're thoughtful and they're based on experience and research. Right. Okay, so. Um, yeah, I think they do have a right. And, and many of the physicians that responded <coughs> are gun owners. 
some of them well, that was are the other, NRA members. Right. And that was the other thing. So that when you say anti-gun, mm -hmm. they're not anti-gun. Right. And, and so when you make a statement about anti-gun doctors, these were not anti-gun doctors because, in fact, many physicians hunt and right. you know use you have weapons in their homes mm -hmm. and maybe carry weapons with them for right. their own personal safety. It's, it's, they're allowed to do that. So I think anti-gun was one issue. The Second lane. issue was whose lane is it? Right. Okay. And I think that physicians have a right to be in that lane because they're cleaning up the mess that guns are creating, right. that, that gun injuries are creating. Um, it's their job to reduce. It's the physicians in our society, one of their jobs is to reduce injury, accidents, and death, whether mm -hmm. it's from cars or cigarettes or alcohol right. or uh, Oxycontin. Okay. Right. It, it's their job to do that. So it is their lane, just as uh, drug abuse and addiction and mm -hmm. every other cause of death um, is, is, is their lane. That's right. what they, they should be in that lane. It is their highway. Third thing I think that where the physicians took issue was that they were being accused of, they never consulted with right. anyone and they don't, they don't have any research to back up what they're saying. And that leads to the second part of this article. Right, because <coughs> for many years now. Since 1996. The, the NRA and different lobbyists have worked very hard to ensure that there is little to no funding available right. to, to do some of this research, to research um, issues related to gun safety and, and right. gun-related um, gun injuries. Yeah. One time, maybe a year ago, we may have talked about we did, this, yeah. that there was a, Congress, a senator. It was after one of the, um, one of the shootings. I think it was earlier this Which year one? after Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. I think it was, was it that one? I think so. Okay, and um, yeah, that would have been in the spring. Yeah, of February, <coughs> February this year. Right, and uh, there was a senator or a congressman. From, I think he was from Arkansas, who managed. Uh, he succeeded in pushing through a bill mm -hmm. in 1996 that said the centers, and I'll read it <coughs> as it appears. Um, the CDC Centers for Disease Control. Um, mandates none of the funds made available for injury prevention and control at the CDC may be used to advocate or promote gun control. So in other words, the CDC can do research, but they get no funds. Right. If, if you want to do research on anything related to gun, that, that might even smack of gun control, and you don't know going in because the research might say there is no right. connection, okay? but. But you cannot do any, we will not provide any funds. It's against the law, right? which is odd. It's against the law to provide money to do any research at CDC. If CDC wants to do that research, that's fine, but they're going to have to take money from some other project, right? Okay, which has had a chilling effect. And in fact, we haven't been able to do research right. for, since 1996. Right. It's Be like marijuana. All of the funding that goes to the CDC <laughs> is allocated for specific things. Right. So there's a, a particular pot that's available for injury prevention and control, and it's saying that none of that, and that, of course, is where um, funding should come from right. to, to go to that, that's because right. that's what we're talking about. We're talking about injury. And, and again, it would be like saying, uh, that we will provide no funds for research into drug addiction or right. car safety right. or air or whatever else might you know uh, might harm anybody. Um, so it's had a chilling effect. We, yeah. we had the same thing with marijuana mm -hmm. because marijuana, there's a federal law against the possession of marijuana even for researchers. Right. And so for many many years, for uh, sixty years, 
we've not been able to do research on mm -hmm. marijuana. We've had to rely on research from other countries mm -hmm. to know what, what the real effects of marijuana are, right. especially in young people, um, teenagers and young adults. We, we, we weren't allowed to do that research, right. which is sort of odd policy, you know, when right. you, but most people don't realize that. But so anyway, there was, there was a law passed recently, I think in March of this year, uh, the CDC has the authority to do research, but the old 1996 law stays in effect that says, we're not gonna pay for it. You don't get any money for it. Right. Okay, so right. we've had that chill. So the doctors are saying, okay, um, we'd like to have more information, but unless we have money right. to do the research, um, don't criticize us for not having the research that you prevent us from doing, right. or that you have succeeded in right. preventing us from doing. Incidentally, as a footnote, the uh, congressman who um, was successful in putting forth that law um, died, I think, last year or the year before. And um, in the intervening years between 1996 and the time of his death, um, has apologized many times for mm -hmm. passing that legislation and has joined together with a gun, um, some some other group or some other individual who is advocating for repeal of that law right, so right. we can do the research. Yeah. So anyway, there's a little footnote there that um, even the man who passed that mm -hmm. has had second thoughts about it. Right. So, so a lot has come from this little mm -hmm. um, spat Right. Between between the American College of Physicians <coughs> and Surgeons mm -hmm. and the NRA, right. um, and but it's you know we wanted to mention it because you know it, it's certainly a, a an important point you know in this in this time when we're dealing with you know different uh, mm -hmm. different forms of violence um, right. uh, violence in, in in churches and schools in theaters in uh, all kinds of mm -hmm. different places that have happened over the past uh, few years. Right. And so uh, to talk about gun safety and, and, mm -hmm. and all, it, it, we tend to make gun safety synonymous with gun, gun removal. Control, like gun control or gun removal. It, yeah, just taking everybody's, and, and <coughs> those are two very different mm -hmm. things. And so, um, right. you know, we have to kind of Break from that dichotomous thinking mm -hmm. and, and work into the direction of you know what what is going to be best for our society. Yeah, why not study this as a public health issue? It right. is. I mean, there are doctors dealing with this every right. day, and they said they're not against guns or bullets; they're against taking bullets out of bodies. Right. Okay. There's a final <coughs> note about this, um, and that is that about a year or so ago, we, again we talked about this one time. Doctors in Florida were banned. Pediatricians mm -hmm. were banned from talking about right. guns during well-child visits. Right. Okay. Again, the NRA uh, succeeded. In fact, I think one of the leaders of the NRA is very um, a lobbyist in Florida, mm -hmm. a woman in Florida, is a powerful NRA lobbyist, and was successful in um, banning, by law, that physicians were not allowed to talk about, uh, pediatricians were not allowed to talk about guns uh, or gun safety during uh, visits. That law has since been overturned. Right. Okay, so so the federal courts have banned; uh, they've done away with that law. Right. So it is permissible now for physicians to talk about um, guns, gun ownership, and gun safety during visits right. to the pediatrician. So again, yeah. uh, an update on mm -hmm. that law too. So yeah. <coughs> perhaps yeah. some progress will be made. Hopefully, hopefully so. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they'll work out these issues, and yeah. we'll be able to mm -hmm. move forward um, and progress a little bit. Right. So, all right, that is it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.